Hi there, and welcome to the Wellbeing Wiz Omnicast episode four. Today's episode is going to be about your brain, the employee. But first, let me just tell you what an Omnicast is. Uh, an Omnicast is basically, it's not a YouTube, it's not a Facebook Live, it's not a podcast, it's not a blog, it's all of those things. And why do I do this? Well, basically, I'm uh, Bevan Thompson, known as the Wellbeing Wiz. I'm a life coach who helps people with anxiety. And the Omnicast is a way to get a few ideas across there, a few tricks and tips on how to uh, help yourselves and to help yourself manage your anxiety and how to uh, improve your life, really. So and each episode is going to focus on different things. Uh, in the last few episodes, we've done about thoughts, we've done about beliefs. And, and today, we're kind of... Um, we're going to look at, at how you can get your brain to work for you rather than against you, which is often a problem in anxiety. People have asked me why I do this, why I'm an expert in this. Well, actually, I suffered very badly from anxiety myself. Um, I had those sort of horrible thoughts I projected forward. I had um, a, lot of, a lot of sort of uh, things I thought about that I thought about how bad things were going to go. I had a lot of symptoms that came along with that. The uh, sort of heart palpitations. I used to uh, get very sort of sweaty palms, confused thoughts. Basically, my life was a bit of a misery until one day I sat down and I decided I was going to take control of my life. I've developed a, a way of managing my thoughts, of learning more about my thoughts, becoming a student of my thoughts, if you will. And through that, I've become a life coach and put a program together helping people sort of get through anxiety themselves and to help them manage it and, and lead a more enjoyable life, really. So, like I said, today's episode is about sort of our mind and how we can get our mind to work for us rather than against us. Because a lot of the time when I was anxious, I felt that my mind was always against me. It wasn't on my side and it wasn't doing me any good. A lot of the things it was coming up with, a lot of the thoughts I was sort of projecting forward, a lot of the thoughts I was having were all very, very negative and all not helping me at all. And when we were talking about thoughts last week or the week before, we were on about unhelpful thoughts and helpful thoughts. So why not get your mind to sort of generate helpful thoughts rather than unhelpful ones and get it working for you. Now, if you haven't listened to last week's about beliefs and the week before, either watched it or listened to it, it's best to to get get those get those watched, get those listened to because a lot of the concepts again are the same in this. Everything emanates back to your thoughts. And because we're talking about your mind today, that's where your thoughts come from. And also beliefs are thoughts and the two link together to what I'm on about today. So definitely worth skipping back and having a listen to those if you haven't. Now, when I suffered from, from anxiety, I felt that my mind, like I said, was against me all the time. It was making the situation a lot worse. It wasn't in my corner, it wasn't on my side. And it kept coming up with concepts and thoughts and ideas that weren't helping me, right? So today I'm gonna to try and look and help you guys look at how to stop this and come up with the idea that the concept, our mind should be on our side. And in fact, should be an employee of ours. It should work with us and for us to try and make our lives better. Now, I always start with the definition from Google, so I'm going to start that again today. I looked at the word mind because I think that's that's the right word for this. And it says the element of a person that enables them to be aware of the world and their experiences, to think and to feel, the faculty of consciousness and thought. So let's go again. It's the element of a person that enables them to be aware of the world and their experiences, to think and to feel, and the faculty of consciousness and thought. Now, that makes perfect sense because what I'm saying about your brain and your mind is that it does everything that you experience in the world comes into your mind. Your mind processes that and fires it out as thoughts, just like it's saying there. And also, like I said two weeks ago, last week as well, that your thoughts generate your emotions, your feelings, and they generate your actions. So that's what it's saying. It's like your experiences, it enables you to think 
and to feel, right? So that's exactly what your mind is doing. It's taking in the outside environment, the circumstances that you're in, your experiences, and generating thoughts from them. Now, Deepak Chopra, who is someone that I've really sort of got into reading and a lot of his work and a lot of his teachings, says that the best use of your imagination of your mind is creativity. And the worst use of your imagination or of your mind is anxiety. Now, I say this to a lot of my clients, your mind can go one of two ways. You can either be anxious or you can be creative. Now, the way your mind is being creative while being anxious is creating all these horrible, sort of unhelpful thoughts that are making your life more difficult. It's still being creative, but it's being creative with your anxiety, not creative with other things that you could possibly do to help yourself. And what I'm trying to say today is that you can use your mind for that creative path, choose the creative path rather than the anxious path. And it just takes a little bit of time and takes a little bit of work to get this, the brain working for you. Now, your brain is this amazing machine. I tell everyone that I coach, your brain is this incredible machine. It conjures up images of situations, goals, fears, things that could possibly happen. It's this incredible, powerful computer. It, it, it's, it basically, if you tried to make a brain, you couldn't. It's so efficient. It's so sort of incredibly sort of able to create anything it wants. Think about it when you have dreams, when you have sort of daydreams and you're sat there, you're imagining situations, people, things, happenings. It's all sort of incredibly intricate, incredibly realistic, and it's all going on inside your head. Now, it can compute thousands of pieces of information per second, faster than any sort of Microsoft or Apple computer you can think of. And it keeps your body running even while you're not aware of it. You know, you're breathing, you're swallowing, you're digesting food. All these things are going on. Your brain's running all those systems as well as doing all this sort of thinking, creative work that it's doing up front as well. Imagine using that machine for your benefit rather than against you. And that's the point I'm making. You've got this incredible piece of equipment and what it's doing is making your life worse rather than better. And that makes no sense at all. Imagine it working for you rather than against you. Imagine if it was like your employee, and that's what today's about, making your brain your employee, getting it to work for you. Now, how do we get it to work for us? There's the big question. First, you've got to try and understand what this new work is all about. This, this, this worker that you're employing now, what is it all about? Your brain loves to help. Your brain loves to help you. It's like a retriever dog, yeah? You send it to get something, it'll bring it back. It, it loves that kind of challenge to go and fetch something. Now, it's, it sort of digs in its either its, its, its creativity and brings you an idea, or it digs in its vast memory of things that happen to you, brings that back. It's, it can solve problems, it can do anything. Amazing. However, if you tend to be on the more anxious side of things, what you're doing is you're getting your brain to fetch more of the things you like. Do you understand me? You see, if you send your brain off to fetch something, you have an idea and go, can you get me an idea about this? The brain will go and do it. Okay. Now, if you're anxious, you are sending it to fetch more of the same every time. You're thinking, oh no, I'm anxious. The brain's going, yeah, I'll go and get some more anxiety for you. It's very, very loyal. Like this retriever dog, like I said, it will always get you more of what you want. However, also, it's a little bit lazy. So it likes to get into routines and habits. Okay, this new worker of yours, you've got to understand him better. It likes habit. So it likes to get into a pattern that doesn't take much energy. Habits don't take much energy if you... I don't know if I've explained to you before in this, this Omnicast, but certain things in the front of, front of your brain, your frontal cortex, your thought, your day-to-day -day thought takes a lot of energy, right? So what your brain likes to do is take these things and file them away in the subconscious, make them into subconscious routines, almost like a computer, because they take less energy. So things like, for example, breathing, um, all that, they're all subconscious routines, okay? 
Now, imagine when you were little and you were learning to walk, it took a lot of effort in the frontal cortex to remember to balance and how to walk. And over time, your brain took that and made it into a habit, put it in your subconscious, because now you don't have to think about going for a walk, yeah? You can just jump up and walk off. It's a subconscious routine now. This is what I'm saying. The brain is quite lazy. It likes to sort of save energy. It's very efficient, put things into the subconscious, like routines, like worrying about stuff. What they're doing is they're stopping being aware facts in the front of your brain and starting becoming routines in the back of your brain that are just habits that you're used to, right? Now, what we need to remember as well is this brain you've got, this employee you've got, also does not know, even though it's an absolute genius, it has no filter. It's got no difference between I don't want more of and I want more of. All it hears is the thing. So it's like, I don't want to worry anymore. All it hears is worry. Does that make sense to you? There's no sort of I want more or less of. It's just the concept of worry is there and the brain goes off and does its job. So he's got, and he's got lots of practice of this. Like if, if you think about it, every time you worry, it becomes a more embedded subroutine in your brain, right? So the brain goes, oh, here we go again, worrying. Yeah, I'm an expert at this. Off I go, fetching more worry. It's that simple. Now, a good example of this is if I say to you, don't think of an elephant. What's the very first thing you do? Is you think of an elephant. Your brain has not got that don't or do. And that makes perfect sense. If you do that to yourself, don't think of a red bus. The first thing you do is think of a red bus. That proves to you that your brain doesn't have that filter that you need to sort of, when you say, I don't want to worry anymore, it's not listening to that. It's listening to the word worry and off it goes. You see, with anxiety, your brain without any instruction whatsoever is just fetching you more of the same. You're not changing your habits. You're not changing your routine. You're not telling it to do something different. It's just getting on with what it thinks you want, which is it thinks you want more of that stress, more of that worry. Stands to reason. Now, how do we get the employee back on track? Well, what you do in a normal place is to have a staff meeting. So that's what I tend to try and do with my brain is first sort of sit them down and say, okay, you're very efficient at what you do. You're doing a great job, Mr. Brain. However, you're not kind of delivering on what I really want. You're delivering more of this worry, more of this problems, and that's not what I want. We have to look at the kind of working environment we're giving the brain and what kind of instructions we're giving it to carry out its duties, yeah? So like I've said before in previous weeks, if we check our thoughts, if we become like a, a third party expert on our thoughts, we sit back and have a bit of awareness and look at what we're thinking and what we're sending off our brain to get more of, then, then it's like, it's looking at the environment we're putting them in, looking at what we're telling the brain we want. And, it, you know, I tell this to people in my sessions, if you stop and listen to your mind and listen to what instructions you're giving it, you can see a lot of the time where a lot of your worries are coming from and where a lot of your anxiety is building up from. Now, also have a look at what thoughts are coming through. Like I said the other week, are they helpful thoughts? Do they serve you? Are you paying attention to the more helpful thoughts that come through? Or are you paying attention to the more unhelpful thoughts that come through? Because here we go, you're showing your brain which kind of thoughts you want to give attention to. So if you're sat there going, mm, there's an unhelpful thought, that's interesting, I'll muse on that for a while. Your brain thinks, great, you like some helpful thoughts. Let's fire a load more at him. Can you see what I'm saying? You're getting your brain into that nice comfy position of it likes to be in a regular, easy, efficient world and you're just going yep yeah, more of those more of those more of those it's really easy for it so again like i was saying about the unhelpful thoughts as well it's also about looking about whether they're true or not whether they're based in truth and i we discussed this during the thoughts episode that you can almost take your thoughts to court a little bit and look at them and go is that really based in truth is that really what i believe is that really going to happen and so I know it's hard to do but to take that third party perspective that sort of slow down your thoughts and have a look at them it might be the way to do it. Now, 
Again, during the Thoughts episode, we talked about a thought download. And again, this will help your brain know what you're looking for. Write down the thoughts that are coming into your mind for 10 minutes. Just sit there and get a piece of paper, blast them onto a piece of paper, right? Walk away and then come back. Have a look at these thoughts and think, are these helpful? Are they helping me? Is this one helpful? Cross out the unhelpful ones. You are then showing your brain on paper which kind of thoughts you don't want. It sounds really simple, but you haven't given your brain any guidance as to what it should be thinking about. All you've done is reinforced the bad thoughts it's thinking about. Does that make sense? All you've done is paid attention to them and given your brain the instruction that you want more of the same. Right, so secondly, I think also importantly is if you've got someone who works for you, you've got to give them a job, right? Now, the brain loves instruction. Like I was saying before, it's this, it's this loyal retriever. It's this wonderful thing. It'll go and fetch whatever you want. If you're not giving it anything to do, if you're not being creative, if you're not taking it down that creative route, it will go down the anxiety route because it's a well-trodden path. It's nice and easy for it, right? Challenge your brain with something else to do. Give it another job. You know, get him to fetch thoughts. And I'm referring to it as him. It could be her, obviously. You, you give it a job to do, send it away and get it to come back with something useful rather than something sort of anxious or unhelpful. What I try and do is I try and set goals for myself. I have things like uh, around my house, I have things like a vision board on my computer. It's always there in front of me. So my brain always sees it and then says, oh, look, you know, this is what we're trying to aim for. You're giving your employee the goals to work towards. Another good thing is, you know, um, when I'm coaching people, we always say, try and tell your brain what you want more of. Try and show your brain the type of things, the type of thoughts you want, the type of situations you want to create, feel them, think about them, and it gives your brain something to hang on to and something to work for. Also gives them a chance to differentiate between the things you want more of and that you want less of, right? And don't concentrate on anything that you want less of. It's very important to remember, it doesn't have a filter. It doesn't know whether you want less of something or more of something. It just thinks about the thing, like the elephant or the red bus, yeah? Now, this week, I'll give you a little job to do because I always give you a little bit of homework, like I said. So again, do your thought download. It'll give you an idea of what your brain is currently thinking about. And it'll also enable you to cross off the things you don't want to think about, right? Physically putting it on paper shows your brain action and you can cross them out and say no. And it really is very effective. The second thing to do is what I do most mornings is show your brain what you like, want your life to be like. Show your brain how you want it to be, how you want your life to be. So every morning before I get up, I think about what super me would be like, what the perfect life would be like for me. And I, and I sort of imagine it and I try and feel what that would feel like, what it would smell like around me. Just let your brain wander for five minutes before you get up as to what your perfect life would be like. What you're doing is giving your brain a goal. You're giving it something to aim for. And this sounds ridiculous, but think about it. If someone works for you and you don't give them a job to do or you don't give them the target to hit, they're just going to go off and do their own thing. So what you're doing is by imagining this perfect life, you're giving it something to strive for and it will go away and it will come back with the answers you need because what you're doing is giving it a task. And like I said before, it loves to have a job. So like I say, first thing in the morning, before you get up, just lie in bed for an extra couple of minutes, close your eyes and imagine what your perfect life's going to be like. What it feels like, what are the sounds are around you, what you're wearing, what job you're doing, anything like that. And your brain will start to sort of see that that's what it should be working towards. Does that make sense? 
Right, so thanks very much for tuning in this week, guys. Um, as I say, I remind you always to go over to my website, www.thewellbeingwiz.com forward slash calm mind. That's www.thewellbeingwiz.com forward slash calm mind to download my free ebook, tell you how to stop worrying less in seven days, how to manage your anxiety that little bit better. And um, please come along next week. And uh, if, you, if you're on iTunes, subscribe to the podcast as well. But thanks a lot for coming. Cheers, guys. to the